Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives on how to approach a career in the field from different artists, producers, engineers, and other great minds who share their stories on not only what's made them succeed, but also what has shaped them into the people that they are today. I hope you gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you and your endeavors on your own journey towards success as well. Let's get into it. Going on, everyone. Welcome to episode 146 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today, I welcomed another UK-based artist. She's in London currently. Her name is Anissa Marie. I actually contacted Anissa probably a couple years ago now um, to work on music. And then she was actually featured in last year's uh, first annual Women's Appreciation Month that we did here on Proven Knowledge. Um, and she actually reached back out to me, I think in January or early February, about being on the show. So I was happy to finally connect with her and have a cool conversation this week. She talked about you know, how important it was when she finally began her music journey and kind of went all in with that. We had a great discussion about social media and how to approach that as an artist. Um, she has a lot of music coming up in 2023, so be on the lookout for that. And she's also writing her own autobiography currently, which is going to be very cool. So we touched on that lightly. Overall, I really just appreciate Anissa for being very honest and just being very open with you know, her past experiences in life and really just why music is very important to her in general. Um, so without further ado, let's get into this episode. So welcome everyone to episode 146 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today, back-to-back weeks, we've had a guest based out of the UK area, specifically London. Um, She's here, amazing singer-songwriter. Anissa Marie is here. How are you? I'm great. (laughs) That was lovely. That was really sweet, but I I did that. I appreciate it. I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and, and thanks for reaching out again because I know I it's crazy because last year, so I know we, we talked about this the other day, but I think last year you were a part of the Women's Appreciation Month, and that's kind of like how yeah, we was, got acclimated with one another. But I never had you on the podcast. I don't even know why. But I was <laughs> like, I should have reached out to you a long time ago. So this is definitely long overdue. And like I said, I'm looking forward to this. And, you know, to start off every episode, we kind of have the guests give some background. You know, how did you get into music? How long have you been doing it? Just the basics for those that might not know you and what you do. Of course. Um, so I'm Anissa Marie. I am a singer-songwriter, multidisciplinary creative. So I kind of do a bit of everything. I produce my own visuals. Um, I act, dance. I do kind of everything. Um, I'm based in London. I started doing music professionally in 2016. And I've just kind of been, I've put out a few EPs since then, a couple of singles, I've worked with some billboard artists, I've done some bits and pieces, but I would still think that I am at, like, like an emerging artist, mm-hmm. so I haven't broken through as yet, um, to my dismay, but yeah, that's that's what I do, yeah. just about, yeah. That's awesome, and and I know you're you're not originally from London, correct? You kind of moved there. No, I was born in Trinidad. So yeah. I'm a so what kind of led to like moving to the UK and kind of <laughs> pursuing that whole thing? So my mom, my mom moved over to the UK in '95, so I was like a year and seven months at the time. So mm. there was no choice in that, and you know, um, she moved over for her reasons, like for a better life and for safety and security mm. and stuff like that, and. I've just 
been over here my entire life. I've done my schooling. I've done everything. But music is something that has always called to me. Um, and I've tried to... I actually moved to London to do music. And then life happened. In like, you know, when you're 17, you're like... And I kind of was a little bit... A little bit disheartened, actually. That things didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And then I had like in 2015 made a decision like you have to do this you can't continue to run away from what you're meant or your purpose mm-hmm. so that is why i do music yeah. it's, it's literally my life <laughs> yeah i i honestly i i really feel that too about how life kind of in our heads we kind of map things out sometimes we like set expectations for ourselves and a lot of the times it's not in our control i guess to kind of like see where it goes but I think like staying on that path of just, and I think for just creative reasons alone and just like having that outlet, it's important to do it. You know what I mean? Like no matter where it goes. So like choosing creativity and choosing music in that moment was probably a huge deal for you. Oh yeah, you know it, definitely, I mean? it definitely was. I was doing a law degree when I made the decision that I said, no, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and obviously coming from, coming from Trinidad and knowing that, okay, a lot of, if you're from our our culture, a lot of the way out is through education. So it's through becoming a doctor, through becoming a lawyer, becoming something in, you know, a corporate, something in corporate. Mm-hmm. And because I strayed away from that, that, you know, my family's still very upset about that. But at the end of the day, I made a decision that I want to live a life that I'm happy with and that is fulfilling to me. Yeah. I didn't want to look back 10 or 20 years time and be in student debt and thinking about why is my life the way it is because I did something else somebody else wanted me to do mm-hmm. and they don't have to feel the consequences of my decisions no. yeah. so I decided you know and it is hard music is hard mm-hmm. being a creative and independent as well freelancing is very very hard mm-hmm. but at least I know that I've made something a decision out of love for myself and my future and that's okay that's yeah. all that really matters to me yeah because like you said, I always feel that the same way. And I know we talked about this briefly the other day about how it definitely is very difficult, especially when you're independent and you have to do most of the things on your own or at least kind of like steer the ship and make your own connections and like do your own promo, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. it, it really is because you kind of just get discouraged so often, you know what I mean? And, and it's good to kind of have people like in this community that we are kind of building for you know ourselves and each other is like, we are all on the same mission in our own ways. We kind of just got to remember that. But like like you said, when you come from a family that they might not understand or they might just not be accepting of what you're doing, it is it is hard. Like as much as we want to like shove it away and just be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's like that stuff gets to you because I've dealt with that myself as well. But it's just like I think you always have to choose yourself in those moments and just be like, it is my life after all. I'm an individual. You know what I mean? And I have the... I have the choice to kind of do what I want. And as long as I'm being creative and helping people and trying to uplift myself exactly. and others. It's, it's a yeah. decision of love and upliftment, mm. then it can never be bad. Yeah. It might be difficult and the difficulties is, is the journey. It's learning and you learn and then you apply, you learn and you mm-hmm. apply and you learn and you become, you evolve as you go on this journey. And when who I was when I started doing music, it's definitely character building. <laughs> mm. Being told no and rejected over and over and over again has built me up, has, has made me very resilient. Very, very resilient. And um, that's something that I need and you need to have that in everything you do, mm-hmm. but especially in this industry. Um, 
when I think not just the industry but like in the times that we are right now with social media you see your friends your peers are like going to doing amazing things and then you think oh my god I'm not, nothing's happening for me I'm, I'm still in the same place and it's like no just be patient just wait just continue just keep working at it keep crafting keep building keep perfecting and mastering your craft and you know god willing i'm still working at it and mm-hmm. i hope that i'm going to get to where i need to go to but i have no doubts in myself whatsoever yeah so. it's definitely it's definitely like trusting that you're right where you need to be in the moment too you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and i always think about the saying of you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and that's like a whole the whole artist journey in general it's just it's all about being uncomfortable and like pushing yourself past because right when you start feeling comfortable it's like you, you want to get stuck in that for a minute but you really can't you know what i mean you just got to keep going and uh like you said keep evolving and just changing and growing so that's awesome i commend you for that and i think that's great what you're doing and um i know you're just going to keep at it and just keep going and it's going to be awesome to see you know where it goes but as of late, as far as like the music side goes, you know, how has recording, writing been recently? Have you been feeling pretty inspired to create recently or how's that been? Hmm, that's a very good question. I I have actually. I'm I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an odd I'm an odd person. So it's kind of like I will create any time at any any stage of the day, any time of the month, like I just create, but I also have to be in the mood to receive. So people might say, like, I was just on the phone with P-Soul, who's one of my producers, um, and he sends me beats, like, every week. But I might not listen to them every week. Mm-hmm. But when that moment, I can't explain, like, I just feel, you know, serendipity might lay her hand on me, and I'd be like, okay, it's time for me to listen to that thing, and then it will just come, and it will just flow. Um, I have been working on something, like, to put out a few singles. I, the plan for the year was to put out 12 singles I was single every month and I thought you've kind of been doing that for the last couple of years so I've got all of this music that I'm holding on to at the moment but I just want to have a proper strategy of how to penetrate mm-hmm. the market properly so I'm not doing it aimlessly I want to do something with intention this time so it's I'm always inspired but right now it's about because I'm doing it myself it's like how do I strategize or you know to, to engage with fans on social media whilst you know, putting my music out there and doing this and doing that, that is, that's what my focus is on at the moment. Mm-hmm. About how, not the what, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Do you have, like, a release schedule type deal? Do you write things on maybe a whiteboard or maybe even just, like, map it out in your I've phone? I've got so many pieces, I've got so many books and papers that are, like, all here, like, mm-hmm. that I have on him, do this and do that and do this. And then it never really transpires into what it's supposed to yeah. transpire into. So, like, I've had my schedule, everything's ready, all the songs are ready. But then I was like, mm. I just put out, um, I put out two songs in December, Dita Von Tees and The Streets. Um, and The Streets is doing well, Dita Von Tees hasn't got much traction, but I'm like, again, I'm putting music out and it's not being received. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the way that I'm marketing, maybe it's the way that I'm doing this makes that's what I'm trying to focus on more now yeah as opposed to just I'm going to put this song out on this day because it's I like this day it's my favorite day I want to do it like mm-hmm. do you know, that's how I've been doing my music for a long time I was like oh this day I remember this happened to me on this particular day or this is my mom's birthday I want to put it out on this day do you know what I mean like I have to like do it in regards to the flow of the 
of the market yeah. until I'm actually in there and people know who I am, then I can do what I want. Then yeah. I can be a Beyonce. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I like that especially. And, and I think that, like we said about trial and error, I think there's more trial and error in that stuff than the actual music itself. Because you can actually, in the music, it's almost like you can really do what you want to an extent. Marketing, it's kind mm-hmm. of more like you have to follow certain rules or at least know the trends and where things are moving to. Yeah, well. which is difficult for me yeah. because I'm not, I'm not a social media person. Mm-hmm. I personally would, like, if I didn't do music, I wouldn't have social media. Yeah, same, <laughs> same to yeah, be I, honest. I, if I, honestly, if I wasn't a part of this that well, yeah. I wouldn't have any but you need to use it as a device. And because of my resistance to social media, mm-hmm. I think that's even become a hindrance in my career because then I'm not willing to jump on the, the challenges and to do that and do this because I don't want to cheapen my brand and I don't mm-hmm. want to cheapen my art. But it's like they want this. They've almost, the market now has kind of cornered people into a way that like you have to do this thing. And I really recently actually made a reel about me not liking to do social media content and stuff like that. And a lot, most musicians have contacted me and been like, I feel exactly the same way. You know, there's kind of like to look perfect all the time, to look like you have everything together, like your house is perfect, all of these things. But that was expected of you 20 years ago when they had millions pushed behind artists and they had a team and people on them every single day. These are individuals such as myself doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's hard work as on top of mental health and life and <laughs> making money and all of these other things. It's really, really difficult. Yeah. Super difficult. Just wanted to take a quick minute out of this episode to let you know about our current sponsor, SessionWire. Uh, if you've ever used Zoom before, then you'll be right at home with SessionWire. They allow you to connect face-to-face with anyone, anywhere by sending them a single link to your very own personal SessionWire Studio. SessionWire Studio is a virtual control room that combines many familiar tools like video, voice, file transfer, chat, and storage. It also allows an industry-first separate HQ audio channel for listening to and recording with studio-quality sound. And I'm very excited to, you know, be on board with SessionWire and have them, you know, sponsor the podcast for the next few months. I will also be giving away three versions of their brand new V3 software um, in April, which I'm very excited about as well. So be on the lookout for that. But if you want to, you know, know more about SessionWire now and you want to get started today, go to SessionWire.com. And with their VIP early bird pre-launch offer, you'll be able to get SessionWire's artist plan for only $99.00. Plus a free year of the all-new SessionWire Studio when it officially launches. If you use the pre-purchase code PROVENKNOWLEDGE22, that's PROVENKNOWLEDGE22. Once again, very excited to have SessionWire on board and stay tuned for the giveaway. But for now, let's get back into the episode. I think I think for me, I can just speak on like my experiences because I'm, I'm about five years into kind of just being more consistent with that stuff because I actually did, like okay. I, I took marketing music marketing school uh pretty much for a little bit and i'm actually in like a second course now for specifically for producers and how to approach it from a producer's perspective so i was i was kind of in a point where i didn't understand social media at all and i didn't understand like why it was important things like that but then after that and just kind of like building consistency i think for me it's just like finding my own unique way to tell my story helps a lot as opposed to just falling into trends of what other people are doing, what everyone else is trying to do. And I think like, honestly, I always look at it as your story is what people will gravitate to. And you always will have unique ways of telling it where you're going to attract the audience that 
wants to see that. You know what I mean? You're not going you're always not going to be for everybody, but you're going to be for the yeah. right people. So it's like trying to find the balance of like telling your unique story. You still have to make it like eye catching and things like that, I guess. Um, but I think like consi- <laughs> consistency and just like showing up, like for me, nothing that I do is that spectacular in my opinion. I just show up every single day and yeah. keep kind of the same thing. So people know what to expect and they know right. that I'm just, I'm there, like I'm around. So it's like, I don't even think it's, for me, it's doing anything to like the highest level or like really like focusing like so hard on like every piece of content. It's more just like make it, keep it moving and just like rinse and repeat type deal for me. But again, every person is totally different. So it's like just the struggle of trying to find that like balance for yourself. And then you also have real life you have to deal with where it's like, how am I going to have the time to make this content, make the music? push it all and I still have my own life and my own relationships and all these things going on as well to balance so I mean that's just my like perspective on it and just learning kind of to make it fun for yourself I think is like something that takes work like it definitely doesn't just jump in and just just like anything else you just don't jump in it's just a blast you know what I mean even marketing like I'm starting to get into email marketing and like funnels and like writing copy and that stuff I honestly don't care about but it's like it's part of like what I need to do and so I'm gonna try to make that fun and figure out how to make that work for me and just keep working at it so that's just kind of how I view it I guess but um I think and I hear you I think for myself like I've really suffered with my mental health like mm -hmm. and I, I not facetiously I mean like I was in the hospital, I was, you know, I was in and out of hospital trying to kill myself for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. I can't get up and put on my makeup and be like, hey guys, yeah. what's up going that, that's, that's not realistic. And because if I can't do that, then my music suffers for that. And I think that's unfortunate because I've already worked really hard on the music and that is what's important. Mm-hmm. The message is already in there. My unique way of telling my story is already in there. And I never wanted to... I never wanted to and I don't and I've found I think I found a really nice balance now where I'm at where I might talk about something when I'm marketing a particular song like the Dita Von T song I'll put the context of the song underneath and I'll leave it as that people can read into it or not read it it's fine that's it but then I don't have to overshare my personal life with people because I still want to have something for myself mm-hmm. you know that's important to me yeah and like I said, it's it's all personal stuff too, and just finding the balance. And I think you're, I think you've done a great job of it too. Even in like your music videos and just telling stories that way. Because yeah, as an artist, yeah. I think like because I can't do this because I'm not an artist. Like telling the stories in that way is such yeah, a great I, thing you as well. Story of your productions. I do, you but I can't sing, I can't rap, can't do any of that. So it's like I can't like tell the stories more directly in that way. And then creating visuals, like you said, you had a lot of these visuals as well. So you're overseeing yeah, so kind of how, yeah, yeah, how they go and everything. So I think that's incredible. Um, but I think I think what you're doing is great, and just it'll evolve. Like we said, everything evolves, everything continues to grow and change, and um, it's going to be awesome to see, especially this year. If you have a lot of music lined up, like what's going to go on with that? So, so I, what can you reveal about that? Like what is kind of next? Uh, what's like the next step? You think? So originally the plan for the year was to just put out music every month. Mm-hmm. Like that was the plan. And then I said, 
let's let's re, let's rethink this. At the moment, I'm talking to PR company. A lot of different PR companies have reached out to me. Like high end PR companies have reached out to me. So I feel like this year will be probably my breakthrough year, where I've got all the music there, and we're just finding a way to release everything with impact. But it comes down to comes down to funding. Comes down to money. Like, can you pay somebody? 900 pounds or 1500 pounds it is for every song that you put out so they can do plug your campaign for you and push that to spotify and do x y and z so it's just about um getting a team together and once i've got my team and my funds you're going to see a lot more of anise marie mm-hmm. on the radio and everywhere else so it's going to be good yeah. Spe- speaking of that that's one of my next questions was i know you've been on like bbc london and you've done a lot of radio interviews before things like that how important is it to do like live interviews, like get your face out there so people know who you are and just kind of. I love it. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing that you said, my face, is that for a long time I didn't, um, I didn't want my face to be out there. I just wanted like you can get a single or an EP with like drawings and stuff like that. I just didn't want, but now I recognise that people need people need that. They need to in the day and age that we're in now. They need to even if they don't like you, they just need to see who you are, mm-hmm. see your personality. Everybody wants to have an opinion on you, even if they don't know you. But I think it's really important to do radio plugging campaign because people get to know know a little bit more about you and get to sense your energy, your your spirit, what you like, what you don't like, how you are, your temperaments. And I think it's really, it's really, really important. It's just like you know, getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're dating someone. It's, it's like it's like that. It's like yeah. dating. Yeah. basically like that and I really I love going on radio mm-hmm. I love it because I have a lot of fun yeah I actually had someone message me I think either yesterday or two days ago and they they were asking me like should they do uh, like interviews like that or podcasts things like that yeah. And he's like, would it yes, help? And I'm yes, just like, yes, yes. I'm like, I've, I've even been doing it myself. I like, cause I have this podcast obviously, but I'm the host. So like, I'm, yeah. I'm searching for other podcasts now to go on. And like, I've done a few, I've done like, been on music blogs and things like that. It's just a great way to get yourself in front of a new audience too. You know what Different I mean? Different people that yeah. probably would never, never have ventured towards you mm-hmm. as well. I'm, I myself will be starting my own podcast later on this year. And I think that way I wouldn't have to, there's my content already. Yeah. There's my social media ones. I wouldn't have to share. Do you know what I mean? I can already do that. I can just talk about this. And mm-hmm. that's what I want. And I've been approached by like tens, tens of people saying to me, like, you really need to get a podcast because we want to hear more of you. Yeah. You're like, good to, you know what I mean? So it's just something, you know, and people are asking me to do it as well. I think it's really, really important for up and coming artists and even people that are solidified. It's just really good because things change. Mm-hmm. Who I was yesterday is not who I am today and who I was last year or two years ago is not who I am now so it's good for people to see your range of development as well yeah. by going on to these things as well so they're like oh like oh you're doing this and you're doing that now then you wasn't do you wasn't doing mm. that before like this is good this is good I was gonna say because for for you for the, like the podcast it'll be cool because the fans that you'll get like 10 years from now they'll be able to go back and listen to the old episodes and just see like how you grew not just from the music mm-hmm. but from your own life in general and just hear all that so it's it really is it's like giving them like an inside look a little bit on what you're doing in your life and like what exactly. inspires your music and your creativity as well. So, yeah, doing doing podcasts is great. I think you're going to have a great time. So I'll, I'll be on the lookout for that whenever that launches because I'm, I'm excited. I'll definitely so. use you. I'll get you on as a guest. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love that. So just keep me posted. I'll, I'll see on, like, social media probably too, like, what you got going on. So that's awesome. Um, 
I know you said, you know, you, you do a lot of other things outside of music as well. Uh, what do you think kind of like on the day to day, what are you doing to kind of free your mind or, or maybe let inspiration come in to help you create music? At at the moment, I'm actually writing a book. I'm writing my autobiography at the moment, which is challenging, to say the least, because it's obviously unearthing a lot of different things, suppressed memories, Mm -hmm. um, things that I've already dealt with. um, But it's, it's so relevant right now to my life. Like, it's helping me to, to find a new routine to find a new way of dealing with myself with more compassion um and that's really important to me at the moment so mm-hmm. the book is really it's like journaling it's like i'm literally yeah. journaling my life and at the end of it i'm gonna have this huge thing that i can go and publish which i know is gonna be like my banking is like new york times best seller right now i'm like okay cool that's <laughs> why i'm so I'm, I'm just working i'm just working mm-hmm. at that i'm doing my music I'm doing bits and pieces so I'm, you know that's yeah, music to me is not work, so I never feel like I'm like I need a break from it. If that makes sense, yeah. I'm always doing. My hands are always in different pies. Mm-hmm. When uh, when did you start the book then? Like this past year, or you've been working on it for a while? Yeah, this past year, it's been in this, it's been in the pipeline for years, but I finally got the strength and the courage to actually tackle it mm-hmm. this year. And I think I probably started like two weeks ago. It was like planning it, and I'm still going through it because there's like other things that pop into my mind. I'd be like, "Oh, I need to write this down as a, you know." I literally just went online. I was like, "How to write an autobiography?" <laughs> and then the wiki how pictures. So I was like, "Okay, make timelines, make a plan. How do you want people to all of these things?" And I'm like, "I'm just working through everything yeah. bit by bit." So I've given myself for the like the next year to like work through that, finish it off, and then send it off. You know, before the end of the year. So that's the plan. Yeah. At the moment, my um. The one, the program I'm in right now, my uh, my coach that we do coaching calls with, he's actually writing a book as well. And he was showing me different ways to get organized because we're doing this thing called a story bank. So a story bank is basically you you make like a word or maybe you write it on paper and then you just write like a sentence of like a story that happened in your life. And then you can organize it, break it down into sections and then kind of like go in, in detail about the story. It helps you kind of get organized and then like... I guess he's using, yeah, he's using that and like color coding that and trying to like organize it into what's going to be the chapters of his book. For me, I'm, I'm keeping it light. I'm using stuff for like social media content, email content. So I'm just like, I can use these stories and just kind of like make them a whole thing. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but definitely like, I'm excited for that as well. Cause that's something I've talked to a couple people that have done their own books or at least like began their own books and just ta- yeah. them talking about like the experience of that and getting to express that in a different way. Cause obviously it's a little bit different format from a song yeah, uh, yeah. or even a podcast. So it's definitely just another great way to get yourself out there. And uh, I think people will really enjoy that. So are you going to have in like, way- uh, are you going to have like the Amazon, like the ebook thing for that you think, or you want to do. I, cool? will, I do want to do an audio book. Yeah. The audio book. Like- yeah. I think audiobook would be really good, um, especially because then people will get to hear like my culture from what it sounds like to me as well, mm-hmm. with like our accent and stuff like that. Because I think, yeah, it's important. That was a big thing for me learning because I grew up in England and my mom is like extremely West Indian, and I thought that well, that's just how everybody is. And then you realize actually, no, we're, we're like we're living like a, a really tiny microcosm of like what 
the rest of the world mm. looks like. And learning my mum whilst growing up in England, I realised that like culture, we were, we had a real culture about like you know challenge in the house because of that. I'm mm. growing up as an English person, but like she's and she's expect. You know what I mean? So I think that's important for just for people, not even like for my listeners, but for people to understand and how that can affect dynamics in the household. Yeah. Yeah. And how that can be very challenging. I can imagine. I can imagine for sure. Yeah. I, me, uh, me personally, when the book comes out, I'll probably get the physical copy. I don't know why. For I told this to my brother the other day. I was like, when I get books, I I love to just sit and like actually feel the Hold pages. It, feel it. Yeah, something about it. I don't right, know. right now, I'm actually writing it by hand. I'm writing the book by hand because mm-hmm. I like to. I like to even when I write music. I'm, I'm a, you know, I write all my music in a book. I don't do anything on yeah. the laptop. That's like my final piece. Is like when I'm sending it off for like royalties and stuff like that. I just want to put it into, yeah. into like you know a word document format. But other than that, I like the feeling of it. It feels real. It feels like an extension of self. Mm-hmm. It's important. I think it's very important. It, it keeps, uh, it keeps the human element involved still you know what i mean and like technology is going to always be advancing advancing and like still going to be a thing but i definitely love that part of it but yeah i'm definitely looking for books all the time so when that drops i gotta get I'm that, send that for you. sure for sure I'm, I'm excited for that um so last few questions here these are ones i ask on every episode uh the first one is if you could go back 10 years ago maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all what do you think you would do I would start. I would have started music earlier. I would have been more strong in my decision and have thrown myself into it a lot, a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. And I would have made some more developments. And yeah, that's what I would have done. I don't think I would tell myself anything. I would have just, just like I would have just. I should. It. I didn't look as hard as I wanted to. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. that priority for me. So I would have made it my number one. And I'd, yeah, that's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. So if we flip it then and we say 10 years from now, uh, where do you think you envision yourself <laughs> in your life and your career as well? It's a big question. <laughs> That's a big question. In 10 years' time, I'll be 39. <laughs> I'll be like, do you know what I mean? That's definitely not where I'm at right now. I think I would have been establishing my career, probably released maybe two albums, would have done a few movies by then um, and would have started a family as well. Mm. Yeah. Love it. And do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Trust your intuition. Always trust your intuition. If something is for you, don't let anybody try and come against you. Always, if you know this is something that you want to do, it doesn't have to be music, it could be anything. You want to do hair, you want to be a bin man, you want to be a skier, whatever you want to be, put your heart and your soul into it. Like, literally, the mind is such a powerful, powerful tool of manifestation. If you think it right here in your head, it can happen. Mm-hmm. You just have to work at it. And, like, the best way I know how to do things is that I'm very organized. So I break things down. Like, where do I want to be? And I work backwards. How can I get there? What do I need to do? Okay, I need to do that. And then start working at those things. Mm-hmm. And bit by bit every day, you know, don't kill yourself. Just take time and everything will always work out. Yeah. For the, it, always does. it always does. Yeah. Just, you just trust and believe. Yeah, trusting trusting the process for sure. And 
Anissa, that's all I have for you today. Once again, I thank you so much. This was a this was a fun episode. I really enjoyed this one, and just keep doing keep doing what you're doing. I mean, I'm looking forward to everything you got coming up. Keep being creative. Keep being you. Um, and once again, I appreciate your time. So, thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for listening today. That was episode 146. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everyone.